After hundreds of interviews and thousands of hours of research, we're excited to share with you our first book, The Greater Good, Life Lessons from Hawaii's Leaders, with a special forward from Mayor Mufi Hanneman. The Greater Good is a collection of personal stories and quotes from over 70 of the leaders we've interviewed. The Greater Good will make you laugh, make you cry, and will inspire you to live a greater good life. Available at bookstores statewide and at greatergoodbooks.com. Today is August 3rd, 2005. This is Evan's Journal here in Honolulu, Hawaii. Okay, so we're going to start off with a little bit of ranting. I'm still absolutely bothered by yesterday's Chinatown meeting. And the gist of this Chinatown meeting, uh, for those of you guys who don't know, is we started this off as an executive MBA project in order to do our community service and then fulfill our class requirements. And we went through this whole mayor's vision team thing where you had a ton of different people from different parts of Chinatown. So you had, you know, neighborhood board and then DBET and uh, landowners and arts people and stuff. And it was interesting. I mean, there was a lot, a really good mix and a number of people, you know, a number of key people there. But the problem with that meeting is that nothing got done. I think we got into involved in it a year and a half or two years into it and and nothing was done. A consultant was paid a pretty enormous fee and you know they had no results so we were brought in to kind of help this project along from a friend of mine who said yeah come and join this project it'd be perfect for you and then never showed up after that so we started that in September of 2000 and uh, I believe 2004 and we we got into it we started doing work on it we were developing a mission statement and a vision statement and and getting um, you know people together and we got some momentum and it was everything was looking pretty good until January came around and then nobody started emailing back and then February rolled around nothing was happening uh, you know March came around we're like holy cow we we need to get on it because there's no meetings happening nothing was happening and just to give any you know an insight on what happened that's the time that the new mayor took over and ended up canceling all the vision teams from the previous mayor. So, in essence, the the initiative was dead. I guess it's still kind of going on, but it, I mean, I would say limping at best is what it seems like. And so we were stuck because we needed 150 hours worth of work for each of us in this group. There's four of us, and you know we're stuck now. It's it's already March. We're about. 45 to 60 days out from when we're supposed to turn in a final project and we were we were just stuck so scrambling i said you know why don't we do this we contacted the chinese chamber of commerce and said you know what can we do to continue this project because we want to stick with chinatown we feel that we can add value here you know what can we do and they said well there's three chinese new year events now three chinese new year events run by three organizations that have not talked to each other have not dealt with each other and there's no coordination so the community is confused because they'll call one organization and say when is your night in Chinatown and they'll say ours is not night in Chinatown ours is Chinatown open house and you know there's a lot of confusion uh, it just and the marketing budgets for each organization were different and and staggered and it's just you know it's just a little bit it's just quite a bit confusing so the prom- promote, you know, what they said was, why don't we put together a joint marketing campaign, bring everyone to the table, get them to agree, we'll put a joint marketing campaign 
to maximize our dollars spent and then also to centralize all the information into one central calendar and, and one centralized piece of information so that the community can get one message and the correct message and then that can be a marketing piece as well for hotels and cruise ships and tour companies and so on so we we set off on that project and it, you know it went interestingly enough it, it went really well the um the initial thought process was okay we're going to put this project together and then a person from the chamber was going to go and pitch it to everyone else but we said you know what we had decided that's not going to work. We need to have everyone involved from the beginning, build it from the bottom up so that by the time we're done, there's no more selling. Everyone had a, a say in it. Everyone had a piece in it, and and then it can continue. So that's that's what we did. We we knocked it out in six weeks or so, I believe 60 weeks or eight weeks, and, and then decided to stay on with the project. But lately, I got to tell you, it's been extremely frustrating. One, we need city support. For 15 years, they've had the the events going on and parades and all that. Never had a problem. But this year, the police want to collect 10 grand. And, you know, that's kind of out of the budget. So that's one thing we're dealing with. Another one is fireworks issues. Another one is closing the roads. Another one is each organization's agenda. And then a big one is our our legal entity. You know, how do we structure the legal entity so that we're protected in terms of liability because any idiot can sue anybody these days and regardless of whether they have any merit or not you still have to pay defense lawyer fees so that's been a, a, a huge frustration for us right now and I gotta tell you it's really absolutely bothering me so anyways I, I submitted a piece into a friend of mine who is on the economic development committee and she's going to be submitting that to that committee and, and, and hopefully we can get some support on this or even some answers because it's truly holding up progress and I don't know if any of you folks are doing nonprofit work or any kind of community related stuff where there's a lot of moving parts but I tell you what I know how you feel man I truly know I, I know how you feel it's frustrating so I'll keep you posted more on this and on the events coming up and you know of course Chinese New Year is at the end of January so we have a lot of events planned hopefully we get support on it so they can go through okay well back to the greater good radio portion of this Evans journal uh, I want I don't know if I mentioned it earlier because my mind is kinda going but we're talking about doing a coaches corner and the thing about coaches corner was to have coaches such as June Jones or Dave Shoji um, Cal Lee people who have you know spectacular records June Jones came into Hawaii and regardless of, of what you think about June Jones he took a team that sucked the for one year they couldn't win a game they were horrible but he took the same exact players and the next year they won a bowl game you know how do you do that you know you can liken that to a company you come into a company it's dysfunctional or your own company may be dysfunctional and then how do you turn it around because it's all dealing with people and if June Jones can come in and explain that to us in his language, maybe we can use that as a metaphor. Maybe it can be just direct on how to improve our own businesses and our own teamwork and our own morale. I mean, think about it. Football players, they will fall asleep in class, you know, if they even go to class. And 
But when you hit the football field or when you talk about football games, people are jacked up, ready to go, excited, motivated. They will go, you know, they'll run, they will lift, they will kill themselves out there to play football. So how can the football coach bring that out of them? And then how can we apply that into our businesses? So that's what Coach's Corner is about. Also, we're looking for athletes that have turned into, you know, business entrepreneurs. And then how has that athletic experience helped them? So that's what we're looking to do for Coach's Corner and, and keep an eye out for that. Uh, I'm actually waiting for Chris or Randall to give me back uh, feedback on the introduction to those people because, you know, they have their own shows or they have interviews going on all the time at, at the radio station. So once they get back to me, I will, I will update everyone else. Um, this morning we went in to record our promos for the, the uh, radio show and they call them, actually today's one was what, what they call, what they call billboards. And billboards are the intro part for your radio show and then that closing portion. So where it's like you have the music and then maybe little clips or whatever and it builds into the show. And, you know, it was pretty, it was pretty fun doing it with, with uh, Michael, Michael Bennett, who's our, I don't know if you call it producer or engineer or, or what, but he handles the boards and he's putting it all together. So I, I guess you can call that producer. Uh, normally Michael's just behind the boards and sometimes he comes out and asks a question, but, you know, I was surprised to hear that he went to Berkeley. And so I asked him today, I said, you know what? What was your SAT? And he's like, oh, I scored okay. I scored pretty high. I said, well, what was it? 1,600. Perfect. I was like, what? 1,600? That means you're a national, you know, presidential scholar? He said, yeah. So, one, we have a good producer. But two, the guy's a genius. So, anyways, I, I was really impressed with that. But the funny thing about it is Michael was using his voiceover to record these this introduction parts. And it would be... You know, greater good radio, welcome, uh, greater good radio, educate, motivate, inspire, and then he he would he would talk normally, and then after when when he would record, it would be like greater good radio, educate, motivate, inspire, and it, the voice was changing, and I, I swear I couldn't stop laughing. His face was so funny, but the guy's really cool. He's done a great job, and uh, you know I'm sure once we get the finished product, our first um, show that he's putting together. For us, a Michael Bennett show, uh, you know, put together show, will be uh, done on Monday. So we'll be able to hear that, and you know, I'll give you the update on on that on Monday. Another thing that's been coming up is they saying they keep telling me that you know, Greater Good Radio, we don't like that name. But hey, you know what? I don't have a better name. So you know, we're kind of far into this already. And they say you know, when I hear Greater Good Radio, I think of a church. But in my mind, I think, who cares? If you did think of a church, great. You know why? Because the church podcast and, and church in general has a ton of listeners. Also, people have no problem giving money to church. So why not have it sound like a church? I mean, we're doing, you know, along the lines of the greater good, we're doing better, you know, we're, we're in the process of trying to do our best for the community, help out, you know, uh, worthy causes and so on. So, hey, the name fits. And we're gonna wear it. The another thing interesting is we had the podcasters meeting in at Kakako Park in Hawaii Association of Podcasters, which Ryan Ozawa is the president of, has the meeting at um, Kakako Waterfront. And if anyone is listening that's not from Hawaii, Kakako Water Park Waterfront is really nice. Uh, 
It's a, uh, it's a, it's a park right at the edge of the beach, but the beach area is rocks, and then past that is surf, and there's a surf break called uh, Point Panic out there that a lot of people body surf, and occasionally you see surfers. So it's, I mean, having lunch at the beach and talking podcasting, where, where else can you do that? Uh, Peter K went over his uh, town podcast idea, and, and that was real interesting. And then Peter K has a, has an interesting slant on how he's going to be doing his community service too. So rather than go into that, we'll just have him on the show after, and you know he can explain it for himself. But another interesting thing is as as I was talking about the show and and what we're trying to do with this show, uh, another another gentleman came up to me. And he's a a little bit older, maybe forties or fifties or so, and he was saying, you know. This show appeals, or the concept of the show, it really appeals to myself and a lot of others in my age group, which is something that you know we hadn't initially considered because we initially considered that the show was going to be targeted at twenty-something and thirty-something year olds because that's you know it's it's more or less our age group, carrying myself, and it's easier to target to yourself because that's kind of what you know, right? And and the feedback that I'm getting from you know forties and fifty-year-old people is that you know they have a, a number of years left to retirement or or maybe they've had even a situation where they've their health hasn't been good and then they recently got you know their health back in order and that's made a huge impact on their life and they're saying you know what we want to we don't want to wait we want to do something and this fits perfectly into you know what we're we're uh focused on doing so hopefully the demographic is a wide range and we can create momentum so that we can you know, create social change. I thought that was that was really interesting. Uh, tomorrow's interview again is Bill Richardson, who is a venture capitalist locally. Uh, he's one of the people responsible for taking Digital Island public, also Hoku Scientific, which is going public next week. Uh, he's instrumental in that, and we're going to find out more about Dragon Bridge. And Dragon Bridge is the the uh, fund that he was put together by Barry Weinman and a number of others to. I guess they're bringing in Chinese companies to the United States or Chinese investors. I don't know. We're going to get the, the specs on that tomorrow, though. So make sure you tune in to that. Uh, we'll have the schedule up on the website soon. Of course, the website is in alpha still, not even in beta yet. But once it gets up and running and it's it's actually good to go, I'm sure that you know it'll be something worth talking about. So hopefully this is helpful for you to understand a little bit more about where we're going with this and the process involved um, not everything is 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 roses but if you're doing something that you absolutely love to do you're not really spending time working so we'll talk with you folks tomorrow and this is Evan Leong saying aloha <laughs>